You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey, my friends, welcome to the Run the Riot podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to have some fun. But before we get started, uh, I want you to check out the Outlaw Race Series. Uh, The Outlaw Race Series includes the Flat Rock Triple Crown, which is in southern Kansas, uh, Lake McMurtry, the Flower Moon, and they have their upcoming race on July 11th. It's called the Dark and Dirty Run at Night. Uh, These are great trail runs, and the, the flagship race for the Outlaw series is the Outlaw 100. Um, it's in February, and I've heard that it is a tough race, but it is beautiful, and you just kind of grind it out. Uh, you think uh, Oklahoma's flat? Yeah, I don't think this is too flat. Uh, very technical, uh, a good challenge, so check it out, man. Episode number three of this podcast was with Jeremy Harrison, and he's one of the directors. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out. It's one of the most listened to podcasts. Uh, we talk about him hiking 14ers and races, and just he's done a lot of hundreds, very experienced. And so check this race series out. There's There are distances for everyone. Uh, the Flat Rock Triple Crown is in, like I said, in southern Kansas, and uh, just I've heard nothing but positive about the those races and I've got them on my list. So I, I've got it. I did do the Lake McMurtry run. Uh, oh, it was beautiful. It was a good race. Uh, I enjoyed myself. So check those out. And uh, also, uh, if you remember, if you listened to last week's um, episode with John Ellis, uh, one of the founders for T8.run, and they make uh, gear for runners, man. Check out those commando running shorts that are guaranteed to be chafe-free. Some of you have messaged me and asked me about them and and uh, play some orders. And so uh, that's good, man, because uh, it's getting hot and around here is humid, too. And uh, we don't want to have to deal with, with chafing. We want to be able to train and, and not deal with all that mess. So um, if you go there, uh, it's T and the number 8, T8.run, and uh, you can use uh, 50 dash run the riot for a discount code and if you can't remember that just go to the www.runtheriot.run and uh, there'll be a link there under the episode so uh, check all that out guys and here we go with today's podcast today we have mile 90 photography uh, and mile, mile 90 photography uh, consists of Rick and Christy Mayo so I met them in, uh, I believe it was 2017, when I ran the Kansas Fall Extravaganza uh, in Ottawa, Kansas. That was that's a oh, it's a rails to trails race, so it's really fast. And I PR'd at the time with my hundred mile. So I'm running along, and you know, every now and then there'd be these flashes, and I see people take you know taking pictures. Didn't didn't think too much of it because I've run marathons and I've run races before. People taking pictures, so I'm expecting to, um, you know get a, a link and have to pay a bunch of money for for pictures but uh after the race i start seeing these things posted and i have an amazing actually more a bunch of amazing pictures i mean really good pictures of me running um you know early in the morning and even late at night and at the finish line and uh, the way they structure this is it's part of the you know part of the race you just get the pictures to be able to use on your social media and they were amazing they made me look so good even when i felt like garbage and so um 
I've I've been to a, a few other races that they've taken pictures and just man they they've got a great reputation. Uh, they've also now done some uh, races in Colorado uh, and, and and High Lonesome and I think some others. And so um, I just wanted to get to know them and kind of hear their story. And I've actually had people request say, hey, you need to interview Mile Ninety Photography. And I had talked with them, you know, at a few different races and just good people. And so it was great to be able to sit down with them um, and talk to them and just hear how they start this and and how they do it and uh so check it out um and go to their website you know and and uh i'll put there'll be a link to their website and their social media and just check out their amazing uh pictures and just um and they're both ultra runners so you know they understand the game here uh, you know and so we talk a little bit about their running background and how they got into this and so uh check it out guys mile 90 photography here we go Today on the Run the Riot podcast, we have from Mile 90 Photography, Rick Mayo and Christy Mayo from Missouri. How you guys doing? Very good. Thank Very you, good. Good, good. Well, uh, so my experience with you guys, I, I don't, I need to ask how long you guys have been doing photography, but my experience was the first time I ran a Kansas race was, I believe, the fall Kansas extravaganza. And, you know, I saw you guys setting up and, and doing your thing. And then after the race, I had these amazing race photos that were like the best I've ever gotten. You know, I've done all these marathons and to see what you guys came up with, I was super impressed. And uh, really made me want to go back and and do those races again. So so how long have you guys been been doing this? Yeah, thank thank you for that. That's yes. that's always good good to hear. So that's kind of what we're that's what we're trying to do. Good, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got started in 2012. Was our first official paid gig. Actually, it was kind of, it was more of a trade. And Rick took pictures and I ran the 50k at Flat Rock. Oh, nice. Uh, so. Uh, that was that was our first experience, and then the second race we shot was a hundred miler. Um, it was it was Prairie Spirit was our oh. was our second race. So that was in 2013, um, March 2013, and that was the blizzard year. So the oh. end of the blizzard year. Um, I've he- I've heard about the blizzard year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All the runners that were doing the hundred miler, they got they got out to the 50 mile point, and they turned around to come back, and they basically ran the whole way back into a blizzard and I think it snowed. Man, it was, we had at least a foot of snow. Yeah. They shut down yeah. highways. They shut down the course. So Yeah, yeah. I think that's the same one that uh, that Iron Will was talking about where yeah, yeah he, he didn't even get to, to finish. That must have been int- an interesting one for you guys. Like what are we getting into with this? Yeah, we uh, we really had no idea what we were doing. Uh, when I when I look back and I look at the pictures, I was like, I want those to kinda of go away, those pictures because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were we were so green, um, and but you know it was on the way out to that race. Uh, it was like two o'clock in the morning, two or three o'clock in the morning. We're driving out to Ottawa because we live up in north of Kansas City, so it's a bit of a haul to get out there. Yeah, and, uh, and we we're driving there in the dark, and I kind of looked over at him. He was in the driver's seat, and I said, "You ever thought about like maybe doing this more than just one race here and one race there?" and I don't know that, what was the response. I was like, sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So easy. Yeah. Easy going. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. 
Nice. Well, well, what were you guys up and I mean, up until that point? I mean, how, how how long have you guys been married? I tell me, you know, tell me a little bit about you guys and how you got to that point. Uh, you know, um, yeah, were you both from Missouri or? Yeah, yeah. Um, we met in high school. Uh, Chrissy was a cross country runner, which is kind of how I got into it. I was from more of a I'm more of a soccer background, so okay. I would, meet with her we'd go on little training runs and um and it just kind of progressed from there nice nice yeah i wouldn't have said we were really like a runner couple (laughs) but i think i think i was i was into the running and then once i was done with high school and cross country i wasn't a very good cross country runner but uh, i barely you know barely eked out you know the top top seven if i was lucky if someone was sick (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah, he was, um, yeah, after, after high school, I just kind of, I kind of backed off the running. I wasn't doing that much running, but then he started, I'd, I'd be checking in on him and he'd be going out doing night runs after he got off work. And mm-hmm. after we got married, it was like 2000, we got married in 2001 and we moved back to Kearney in 2002 and it was, I think, 2003, 2004. Yeah, it was kind of like the transition area was where I was like, oh, what's this 5K thing? I don't know. I mean, let's tr- I'll try it and see what it is. And I did a couple of local, like here in Kearney, like a local 5K. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah, I died. And, <laughs> For me, and yeah. like, well, let's, you know, find more races and just progress. <laughs> let's, let's die more, it's, yeah. That initial story, I think a lot of, ultra runners will have is like they kind of get into running kind of you know late 20s early 30s maybe um and maybe they played some sports in high school but they didn't really run they i mean running for us was like punishment yeah you know it really was but then um as you get older i think you know you're looking for that adventure element and Mm. um and i was always attracted to the fitness part of it so that wasn't you know, a hard transition. Um, but then, yeah, 2004 was my first uh, trail 50K, which was the Psycho Wico uh, winter version. And it was just absolute mud and disaster, and it was so fun. And, and that was kind of what the <laughs> trail running. Spoken like a true a true uh, trail ultra runner. It was a disaster. It was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was miserable, but it was so fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Nice. Now, now you've, I've, I looked, uh, and I don't remember it, but I did look at both of you guys ultra sign up, you know, just to kind of look. So you, you know, you've both done ultra marathons and, you know, have, have kind of dipped into that world even before you were taking pictures and, and, and all that. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, that's really how the photography came about. Um, yeah. I, he was, I think I, I had finally bought my first good DSLR camera right before he ran Rocky Raccoon. And which was his, his first hundred, no, his second hundred mile finish. Yeah. And, uh, and so I went down there, I, I took, took a bunch of pictures and, um, and, and we just kind of progressed from there. It was like, I, we'd sometimes we trade off camera. He'd, he'd take the camera with him and he'd take pictures and, um, started kind of getting a feel for what it takes to capture people looking good on trails. And mostly we just wanted to take pictures of each other looking good, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so it was self-serving in the beginning, but then pretty soon we found ourselves just 
taking pictures of everyone. Yeah, and then we have, you know, social media went, got big about that time. And so you could, you know, download digital images pretty easy. Yeah. And uh, then I think race directors started noticing our images and it's like, hey, you guys look like, you know what you're doing, come shoot my race, we'll give you a, an entry or, you know, comp you or something like that. So that's yeah. kind of exciting. That, that's that's really cool and you know like i mean i've got i've got a camera and all that stuff but i some people are, are just gifted and have an eye for for stuff like that you know and uh, i mean you guys i know you probably developed you know and and learned as it went on but you definitely have you know have a have an eye i mean how much did i mean did y'all do a lot of homework you know learning to to, to the flashes that i know you can spend a lot on the glass and the right cameras and the shutter speeds and the aperture i don't even know what half the aperture you know all that stuff but uh me neither <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> nice a lot of buttons yeah. <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah we we did we spent there's a lot of a lot of uh, frustration, a lot of a lot of failures, and, and uh, luckily uh, with digital imagery, <laughs> you can delete stuff and never see it again. I mean, it's like you can just it goes away, which is kind of nice. You don't have to look at those. Right. But yeah, and and I think for what you see is like you're only going to see our best images. Right the best of uh, a set. I mean, it's like a typical runner. We maybe see as they're running past our position, maybe three or four seconds. And we'll, we're taking quite a bit of images. And that's yeah. so out of that set, you're probably only seeing two or three of our very best images. Gotcha. So, you know, get it framed right and no awkward positions and you know, those kinds of things. Nice. So, yeah. And so I guess a lot of that was just, you know, like you said, trial and error, learning the right settings, the right flashes and everything else. Because because when I first encountered you guys, I, I was impressed because, um, in fact, the the. This, well, this, this was the second race. Um, the picture that uh, for Perry Spirit that ended up in Ultra Running Magazine. I didn't even know it was going to be there until I opened it up and I saw me a full page. But it was it was one that you guys took and you had these cool little flashes. And I don't know, I think it was maybe on a timer or something while you were there. Or I don't even remember. I just remember the flashes going off and I'm like, try not to look like a dork. And you guys made sure I didn't look like a dork, you know, which is really good. <laughs> Yeah, the, the flash photography is something that that's it's on a it's really hard to master. I mean, really, I mean, we're still learning. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just practice. Uh, if we get a new piece of gear before, right, we'll set it up in the backyard and just you know kind of run through the settings and um, yeah, just try to figure out what we're doing. You know? Yeah, I've taken a lot of hits from mosquitoes being his model. <laughs> Or a new yeah. trigger or something new, and yeah. new equipment. We got to go test it out. And we used to go out on, on actual single track trails and and set the whole thing up and figure out where which light goes where and um and eventually we just started setting it up in the backyard after dark. <laughs> you get half of your, your run in by just running back and forth in front of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, lots of that. 
So, so you guys, uh, I, I looked back on the website and it kind of, you can see the progression of the number of races that you guys have started, you know, um, shooting for, and even, you know, into, into Colorado. And, and so it goes from, you know, uh, you know, like Prairie Spirit is pretty, um, you know, it's flat and pretty kind of easy to drive to and scout, but, um, and, but you still have to scout it out and figure out, you know, where you're going to snap and, and, you know, if there's two of you and toward the end of the race, things get spread out. I mean, how does, how does that whole process on getting prepped and, and figuring out where you're going to, you know, the good, the sweet spots to take the pictures and, and, and just the whole, I mean, cause this, it's an ultra for you guys too. How do you, I mean, what does that look like? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It does feel like an ultra. Definitely. It's uh, like packing, um, yeah, packing, make sure you got all your batteries, have all of your extra SD cards and all that. Yeah. Um, oh, and it, the, if it's a race we've never shot before, it usually starts out on Google Maps or Google Earth, especially with the with like High Lonesome. I think he probably spent, he went out by himself the first year to shoot High Lonesome on his own. I stayed home. Um, and But he spent hours at the computer just looking at Google Earth and trying to figure out, like, where the accessible points are. Um, and, of course, we, we spent a lot of time talking to our, our race directors um, because they know, you know, you can get into this aid station. You're not going to be able to get in. What kind of vehicle do you have? You're only going to be able to get in there if you have, you know, a four-wheel drive at this, at this particular location. So, um we do as much, we gather as much information as we can before we get there. And then we try to get out there a day or two ahead of time. So we have plenty of time to get to those spots that we've already identified as being key spots. Yeah. Um, if we can get any other spot locations built in um, as we go, we'll shoot those on the fly. But usually we know where we're going to go um, mm -hmm. ahead of time. And, on, and then scouting just kind of confirms, confirms that for us. And then... We kind of try to figure out, you know, we we use Ultra Sign Up too. Um, we're looking for like who are the, you know like who are the fast runners, like so we can kind of be there where we you know where we can intercept. We've been I've been caught personally by like <laughs> the guys who are just like smoking the course. It's like I'm not ready, so <laughs> so. But we try to get everybody, and uh, we'll look for. Yeah, I mean, we'll definitely look at all the sign-up results of, like, look at entrance specifically and see who, kind of where the field is, like, what, you know, what's their average, you know, if they've done mountain races, you know, how fast are they going to be doing, how fast are they going to be It's sort of like crewing an ultra, except you're crewing everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Someone, you'd be sitting down, you'd be saying, okay, what's his average pace? How fast is he running his past races? What time do I need to be at this aid station? But we have to do that for every single runner in the race because we yeah. try to get everyone in every position if possible. Now, yeah. later later stages of the 100-miler, that's not possible because everyone's so spread out. But, but yeah, for a shorter race, it's definitely doable. So we try mm -hmm. to make it happen because yeah. that, that last runner on the course is just as important to us as the, yes. at the front runner. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that using ultra sign up to, you know, just to scout it out. And because, uh, cause that, that's what I was thinking. It, people become so spread out, you know, the first, you know, 10 miles or so, you know, you got a, a kind of bunch, but when you get to mile 90, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's really spread out and hard to, to get everybody, you know, especially when you don't have an out and back course. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so what has been, I mean, um, what has been the most, I guess, difficult race to shoot? Was it, was it there in, um, you know, high lonesome because, or, or, or I don't know which, what was the most difficult race that you guys had to figure out? I mean, Bighorns. Yeah, Bighorn tough. was Bighorn was tough this last year, just because it was our first time being there. Okay. You know, that, I guess that uh, we wanted to do our very best. We wanted to bring our A game, I guess, and so we were really uh, scrambling to get everywhere. And, yeah. You know, the the race organization the race director they they were awesome because like we 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 tried to give them a game plan and they're like no 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 you don't you don't know what it's like out here right. like <laughs> it's, it's, it's like listen to your RDS really yeah. listen to your RDS yeah oh that's 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 cool yeah um, do you guys end up having to do a lot of uh, I mean just just packing out heavy equipment and uh, you know carrying stuff or, or do you were you able to keep it pretty light for the most part or how's that work. You know, sometimes we end up hiking, I, you know, well, high lonesome. Like, uh, there's a one one shooting location I was doing. I had, what did I have with me? It's all heavy. <laughs> I don't know. It was just my camera. Of course, you know, you're at you're 12,000 feet and you're coming from 800 feet. Yeah. It's going to, everything's going to feel heavy. But, um, but, yeah, I had a backpack. I had my water. I had my camera. Um, I think I had an extra lens. And I had to go up about 2,000 feet and about a mile and a half, two oh, miles, wow. like that. And, yeah, that's it, – it felt heavy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think my first year at High Lonesome was – I shot that on that year by myself. And it's like, start at the trailhead. I've got – you know, I'm just carrying too much stuff. I've got an extra camera, 200 millimeter, which is about – eight pounds in a backpack, all my water, and I get to my position and it starts to rain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God laughs> and it's at, you know, 12,000 feet, that's cold. Yeah. yeah. You're sweating because you just climbed that entire distance. And then, yeah, and so I sat there shivering for about three hours. And then I it was, it got to the point where I had runners who were trying to offer me their emergency <laughs> just to stay I had a raincoat on, but I was in shorts and just, yeah, it was surprisingly cold. That, that was my experience last year too. We had a little thunderstorm go by. And, yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, that's Colorado. <laughs> just that, sitting there, just sitting there shivering. Like I, you can never have enough clothes. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's different when you're running through it, but if you're just sitting there and not doing anything, it's, yeah, it's, it gets uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah so yeah, not only do you, do you have to plan like, you know, equipment, space, but you've got to you got to take care of yourself too. You know, if you you got to be physically fit to get there. But but plus you got to have your water, food to eat. Mm-hmm. I don't know survival gear, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, while you're while you're sitting up there, it's like there's a there's a marmot up over the ridge, and and I I'm a birder, so I'm always looking at birds, and it's there's always things that are distracting you from. Yeah, pleasantries. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Rick, you said earlier, uh, you said that the cool thing about digital is you can you can delete it and it's it's gone. So the bad pictures you can get rid of. Uh, now I've heard of photographers having nightmares where um, they they delete something and it ends up being the wrong thing and like the good stuff's gone. Have y'all been pretty fortunate not having any uh, <laughs> any. <laughs> Um, early on, we had that. Happen. Maybe, yeah, yeah. 
we have a pretty robust backup system. Yeah. Um, so and it's it's pretty easy to back up. Yeah. Um, always carry you know extra cards and stuff like that. Um, we've no, we we've been fortunate. We yeah. haven't. Ha- we've never had a card die on us. Knocking on yeah. Yeah. Knock on, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be blamed for asking that question <laughs> and it happened, right? <laughs> Why'd you bring that up? Yeah. 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 So, um, so you guys, um, you've been doing all these races, and then this year, um, I, I, you guys had a, a really good, you know, schedule of all these these races to do, and like everybody, kablam. <laughs> You know, um, COVID hit and, you know, um, you know, we're complaining from not racing, but this is part of, part of you guys, you know, livelihood. Um, do, um, I mean, you guys have most of the races that you, you were going to shoot. Have, have they been, have any of them just been delayed until the end of the year or, or, or canceled? We had a few that got delayed. Um, and in one case, we're not going to be able to go because it's on a weekend when we're already double booked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just like everyone else, we're just kind of sitting and waiting. Yeah. Um, missing the racing and, and can't wait to get back to it for sure. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah, and I noticed you guys at the races, you know, y- y- y'all aren't just, um, y- y- you're taking the pictures, but like you're talking to the runners and, you know, visiting, asking, qu- I-, I don't know, I thought, you could tell you guys are part of the community. I think that's that's cool. You're not, um, it's not just a job where you take the pictures for the paycheck and, you know, like you guys, in, you like it, you know, <laughs> you enjoy it, you know, enjoy being around it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're part of the ultra running community before we were photographers, so, yeah. 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 All these people we've we've been around for what close to twenty years now. Yeah, pretty much. So. Yeah. yeah, that's that that's awesome. The good thing about uh, you guys being in the community is you recognize the look. Okay, you know the some of the faces at the beginning of the race, everybody smiles and cruising along, but you see when somebody's in the pain cave, and you know you can you can capture those moments, you know. Right. Yeah, we like those. We do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think one of my favorites, uh, and you, there's a bunch from you guys, but uh, I interviewed uh, uh, Gary Shaw, um, and, and uh, it's the okay. one where he's yeah, where he's yeah, where he's wearing the I think that was 2018 too. He's wearing that I don't know poncho thing or whatever, and he yeah. just he looks like he's been beat up, yeah. but and he's in tears. But but great, you know what a great moment to capture, you know, it's awesome. Yeah, that was that was a fun fun finish line. Yeah. yeah. That's a that was just a good year. Mm-hmm. I, I, that was a some some years it's like it seems to just bring the feels. I don't know if it's the the weather or or just the mix of people that you happen to get there. Yeah, and I think those those runners that give off that energy, you know, we we pick up on that and and, it, and I think it shows in our our in our images and we like Gary, how could you not you know how could you not want to follow that guy? And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Uh, and so, uh, as you guys have, have, uh, progressed before you were, what, what did you guys do both do before you started doing the photography full time? Or, and I know some of you, I mean, you don't just do this, right? I mean, you've got other, other yeah, things. We're, we're not, we're not full time. Um, I am a, I have my own business. I, I publish magazines, um, and do marketing and, and design work. Um, I've been doing that well since I graduated uh, college with my dad's business and I took it over for him. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I don't really have a photography background. I'm, I have 
my wife, who probably has more photojournalism experience than I do. Um, yeah, I work in a uh, work for Hallmark Cards. I'm a warehouse uh, material movement specialist. It's yeah, clips, uh, stacker crane operator, that kind of that kind of. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really it's just the the trail running is what got me into photography. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so you guys, I mean, between uh, the racing and and working and all that, I mean, you you stay pretty busy. I'd yeah. imagine. Yeah. So it's Are, a big week. It's like you work a forty hour or so week, and then you've got to go pack the big horn. You know, <laughs> it's coming up. We're, you know, that's how it was last week. Right. Last last, last year. year. Yeah. Or wow. you've got to do um, a night shoot, and then you've got to edit all day Sunday, so you can go to work on Monday your regular job and so but yeah it's it's still fun keeps you busy yeah people <laughs> people talk about our fast turnaround and i tell them the reason we do a fast turnaround is we gotta go to work gotta on go to work <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta go to work got another race next weekend just just right. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that yeah yeah and well fact, uh we miss that a little bit i mean there's some weekends where it just gets a lot really hectic but yeah we and we do miss it yeah. Well, I, I would imagine, I guess right now, I mean, it is, I mean, do you find it right now that it's nice to kind of have a little break here and there? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it has been, it had gotten the last few years have just been nonstop. It seems like, and, uh, it's, we have a 13 year old daughter and okay. we've been able to just kind of chill out and spend some time with her. And that's been, that's been nice. That's been nice. Cause those, those days are numbered. <laughs> She's going to want to spend time with us. Um, yeah. And she she comes to the races with us too, so I think I don't know if she's necessarily missed it, but she comes along to the races and she'll uh, she even started using the camera last year and she she was shooting at Bighorn and High Lonesome last year, so yeah, she's uh, she's an up and coming she, mile night. She grew up in the ultra running community. I mean, yeah, some of the best shots of her childhood were done at Western States and you know, oh wow, okay. So. Yeah, she she ran her first steps on the track at at Placer High. Oh, really? Yeah, that, it was like she had just started walking the month before that, and then we took her out there, and she just had this wide open track in front of her, and she started running. Yes. <laughs> it was the first time she did that. So that's really cool. That's yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and I always like to ask that, especially for for families, you know, maintaining. Cause, cause I struggle with it. You know, I work, I do racing and I do pot, you know, just all this stuff too. Just trying to maintain a balance, you know, it's, um, it, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got to be intentional with it and, but it's cool that your daughter is, takes some interest and, you know, joins you guys with some of it too, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 She gets to stay in some really interesting hotels and <laughs> <laughs> we had a, we had a, a, a uh, bad motel incident last fall and <laughs> she she hasn't forgiven us yeah. for it yet. Yeah. <laughs> was it like a roach motel type deal or Basically, something? Yeah. 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 It was pretty bad. <laughs> oh man. That's yeah. crazy. 
Well, um, so you both said that, uh, you know, you do a fast turnaround and it's true. I mean, you guys really, you know, I know when I'm doing a race and you guys are shooting it, it like pictures are going to start popping up pretty quick. Tell what's the process like? Um, I mean, you've, I, I'd imagine for like, let's just say a Prairie Spirit 100, you've probably got thousands and thousands of pictures to weed through. How does that, um, I mean, how do you guys have that process down? Yeah, I think it's just, again, it's just practice. Um, we kind of know what we want the images to look like as far as, like, settings and Lightroom or whatever. Um, then we kind of have our idea of, like, what we want for the finish line setup, um, action setup. And then it's mainly just taking out the ones we don't like. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of it's just sorting everything into the gallery so they're easy to find. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, taking out and you can you know the the software we use it's it's fast and we can we can go through and just weed out the ones we don't like. Um, a lot at a race like Prairie Spirit when things are you know you have that those dead spots in the middle of the night when no one's coming in you have the first finisher like when do you finish sometime around maybe like ten o'clock eleven o'clock maybe. Uh, yeah, something like 11, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, and then, you know, 2 o'clock, like, no one's coming in. And so we'll set up the laptop and start start importing images and start sorting them. So a lot a lot of the work has been done before we even get home. And then, no. we, try and then to. we take a nap and yeah. work. <laughs> nice. I, well, and I'd imagine that, too, once, especially, you know, for races with a, a big cutoff, that that's a long time for you guys to be up, to be alert, to be, you know, thinking and, and ready. I mean, have you ever, you know, we're taking a nap and have to like, ah, you know, just jump up and. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the, the cowbell will wake you up. And I, and after a race, I'll I'll go to sleep and I'll still be hearing cowbells. We try to take we try to do it in shifts. Um, usually I'm, I'm asleep from about 10 o'clock to two o'clock and he sleeps from about two o'clock to maybe eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can get a little bit more sleep. I, I, I'll take that. But then I, I usually crash the next day because yeah, I usually drive home and and I'm working so yeah yeah that's that's rough I'm yeah driving home after an ultra driving home from yeah being up all night that's rough <laughs> yeah. yeah so so you guys um you guys have been doing you know been doing this a little while you got your your, your system down and um I guess I guess the uh for me um you know when I see that you know, like when I saw my picture in uh, Ultra Running Magazine, what was the first, you know, your first pictures that ended up in Ultra Running Magazine? Do you remember which which one that was? Wasn't it one you took at Rock and K when you were running it? Mm. You took a picture while you were running it? Yeah, he had a little pocket camera and he took a picture of his, his running buddy while they were going through one of the water crossings. Was it? it was really? like waist deep and it was cold water. It was the year that it, it's, there was snow on the ground too and and his <laughs> look on his friend's face. And I think I submitted that and it got published. Oh, yeah, maybe it was. And yeah. then yeah. I, I took a picture. I got a, a full-page picture. Um, I was just messing around, taking pictures of him running Heartland. It was last year he ran it. And um, and they they published that one. I just kind of started saying, you want to do something with this? And yeah, they, yeah. they took it, right? Um, his first cover 
was Elden at oh, Rock, Rock. Or at 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 Rock Rock. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the sunset yeah. image. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, how many you you have had multiple covers? Four, four, five. Four, we had Psycho, Heartland. It's Zach Bitter at, at Psycho Summer. Or, yeah, Psycho Summer. Um, okay. Yeah, Heartland. There was one from the Hawk. Uh, Mines of Spain. Then maybe that's it. Yeah. 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 They've been. Uh, um, uh, yeah, Ultra Running has been has been awesome. They've been yeah. they've been wonderful partners with us. Um, they've been really supportive, and we we love that that we're able to get these Midwestern races out there and in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's huge because I mean I, I'm from Louisiana and I mean when when I moved here I didn't know about a lot of these a lot of the races you know that and they're you know not far right there and they're really good races put on I mean quality race directing and you know put put on my good people you know yeah so that's pretty oh, awesome that that was the other cover oh, okay. yeah. what, what, what's that what's the other that one that was the other cover so yeah it was it was uh yeah 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 he's uh he was crossing the finish line holding his son uh, it was a wonderful wonderful image that's awesome well, um, so you guys have uh, you're, you're you're married, and and you said something earlier about like um, it's like you're you're crewing the whole you know everybody you know the fast the slow and everything. So I was trying to imagine. I know what it's like to have my wife crewing me, you know, during a race and us having to to work together. How is it being a, a husband and wife team and having to you know you're up all these hours, you're you're working together. I mean, how's how how is it? I mean, do you guys? Uh, I'm sure have some tough times sometimes. <laughs> I can't really think of anything where we were like any friction. Yeah, and I don't really. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think. Just kind of yeah. a bit. Just kind of just just you know handle it. You know, just just yeah. just get out there and. I mainly I just try to keep her fed and caffeinated. <laughs> 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 Once you take a nap, I say, okay, I'll take over. You know, I mean that. Yeah. Like, like, like anything. I think we balance each other out. I mean, he'll he'll have moments when we're trying to figure out where we need to be at what time, and he'll get frazzled, and, and I'll kind of take over with the organization. And yeah, he's like, he's always kind of just like the steady driving force, like you know, keeping me caffeinated and making sure I have my naps. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it's our our marriage works and our working relationship works. It's yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know, I, I kind of like him. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, and that's you know, hey, that that's that's really cool because because you know, a marriage is you you're not the same. You grow, you know, from each other and you you lean on each other at different times and you know, getting to work together. That's cool that it can be the same thing, you know, because. You know, sometimes one of you's tired and the other one has to step up and vice versa or one's grumpy and, you know, vice versa. And it's good when it works out, you know, um, I, I uh, when my wife crews me, I can I'm, I'm just glad, you know, when you're tired and stressed out, that's when you find out kind of what 
who you really are, you know, at, when you're raw. And, um, you know, my wife, she just said she's pretty thankful that she's she's seen other runners be really nasty to their crew. And she said, you know, you've never done that. And thank you. And you better never do that. She said, because <laughs> 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 she has to take care of me, you know, so. <laughs> well, um, are there now since since you've grown, I mean, and you, you've gotten these races, are there any do you guys actively like, you know, pursue race? you know, the race directors or do they just hear, you know, see your pictures and, and look you guys up and, and try to, try to book you guys. How's that working? Pretty much been through word of mouth. We haven't done any advertising other than having a website. So, yeah. And it's really just, um, again, it's just like social media has really helped with that. Just getting our images out. I mean, uh, everybody wants that that awesome image of them running a race last weekend or, you know, and I think race directors see that and they, it's like, who, who took that image? You know? And so I think that's how we get noticed the most. Yeah, I, it is a little bit of a different business model than what a lot of photographers do uh, because our images are free um, branded images. They, they have the race logo on them. Um, so it's advertising for the race. Um, people are welcome to buy buy prints off of our website, but the the downloads are are basically high. They're high enough resolution to print an eight by ten image, and um, and they're free. So it works out great for the for the race directors. Not not all race directors see it that way, but yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it works out well for us. And well- yeah, I was going to ask about that because when I came from the, you know, the marathoning world and and street, you know, you, you get you got to see all the, you know, the the images with the proof across it and you had to spend, you know, a lot of money to get those prints. And so when when I went and run these races that you guys were shooting in, and I was like, these are amazing, the best pictures that I've ever had for a race and it's, you know, part of the the package and you know that's your your business. How did you come up with the business model? Are there you know, many other photographers doing that, or is just something you guys decided to, that's how you would do it? Well, yeah, there was actually another photographer here in Kansas City. Um, his name was Dick Ross, and he was doing something, he was he was basically using this business model. Um, yeah. And he retired, and it kind of around the time he was retiring was about the time that we were starting to get our feet under us, so... Um, he, we focused, we focused more on, on ultra and, and trail than, than what he was doing. So it, it worked out well. It kind of got us a little foothold here in the Kansas city area. And then we started spreading beyond that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was one of the, one of, it was when I was shot Heartland when he was running it, that, um, someone actually walked up to me at the pre-race dinner and said, you're going to be taking pictures. And I was like, yeah. And he said, well, you know, you should just put those up for free because no one's going to like pay for pictures i mean they can when they can just screen capture it and stick it up with the with the, with the watermark on it that work for us and make it work for the runners too so yeah that's and, and you guys uh you know uh, i mean i'm not gonna ask about price or anything but you guys have where like if you have one person shooting or two person two people shooting it you charge by the by the number of photographers and equipment type deal or something like that yeah yeah, basically. Yeah, it's, I mean, we have taken into consideration how much time we're going to spend out there. So field, and yeah, field size, that yeah. sort of thing. So. Yeah, travel. travel and 
Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's it's you two guys. I know you have a you have a, at least one other photographer that you pulled in uh, some time to help with certain races. Um, yeah, John Pepper is doing a lot of shooting for us. Um, yeah. He, he's another local photographer. Um, he's a, he, he started kind of we started noticing he was doing photography. It looked a lot like ours. And <laughs> and uh, and then he started coming up and talking to us after races. And he said, you want to you know, maybe shoot the horse? And, yeah. and he did. So, yeah, yeah, these worked out great. And then we have uh, Abby Gann, who was actually, um, she was our first intern, our first and only intern that we've had. Yeah. And uh, way back, way back in the day, and we brought her back on to, to shoot since she did pumpkin hauler for us last year. And uh, so, yeah, we've got we've got a little team drawing, and and it's it's good. That's cool. That's cool. If you can multiply yourself, you can you can make, still keep that balance and you know maintain it a little bit while you grow. We That's don't great. have to shoot every race. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. nice. Well, it's it's tough because, you know, mile 90s, you guys, baby, you got to make sure you got the right people shooting the right kind of pictures, you know. And uh, yeah. you get And so, yeah, if you get the right people, then then go with it. That's good. It's yeah. good. Well, um, so over the course of you guys uh, doing this, I know you said, Rick, you said you, you guys are still learning and, and growing. And ha- what's the biggest uh, I don't know, the biggest thing that you've learned or biggest adjustments that you've made from the beginning? Uh, is it or is it or is it a lot of small things? Oh, man, that's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, it's just like making adjustments on the fly um, from a, I guess, from a technical standpoint. It's like if something's not working, adapting and, like, changing that, whatever it is, maybe it's um, your background, maybe it's uh, a front-lit runner, or maybe it's the speed light that's, you know, too powerful, and it's just like, washing out the image um yeah and it's just like little things um mainly it's just like i try to go into the image setup as like well how how would if i was running the down this mountain trail how would i want to make how would i want to look yeah i try to build the image around that um and then you know because of course we all want to look awesome right (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) So I, I think that's really, uh, yeah. I just try to go into it with that mindset. Yeah, well, that's and that's good. That that's why once again, why you guys having a um, a running background, you know, you just know the mindset, you know, and you know what people want. That's 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 awesome. So, um, as as photographers, and um, if you guys had, you know, one thing you wanted runners to know about you guys or what to do or what not to do, how to react or, or maybe more than one thing. What would you guys, you know, say to runners, you know, about, about what you're doing and, um, how to help you? <laughs> Go for it. No, I answered the last one. Oh, okay. <laughs> one, I guess one thing is, um, a lot of times we will be hugging the trail and of course, we're not. Now we have social distancing to worry about, so I don't know how this is going to work going <laughs> yeah, forward. Yeah, no but kidding. a lot of times we'll be we'll we'll be sort of hugging the trail, and I would want the runner to know just stay on your path. Like I'm not going to trip you, <laughs> yeah. and because I have it framed the way I, the way I want it framed, right? And so they're like, you, you want them to just go ahead and run on by, and it feels like they're going to be crowding me, but they're not. Um, that's one thing. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, and that's, and I think that's also on our style. We like to get really like as close as we can. I mean, like a, we shoot with like a 24 millimeter, so it's, wide it's a wide, angle. wide angle. So I, I really need to be kind of close to the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four, four or five feet, six feet maybe. Oh yeah, and and don't try to stop because we're action photographers. <laughs> a lot yeah, of yeah. people stop and they're too far away from the camera or they're too close to the camera at that point. You know? So yeah, you have to just, just keep running, look natural. Um, if you want a picture with your friend, then wait until you've gotten past us and there's no other runners coming and then go back and we'll set you up and, yeah, we, and we, we can do a post. We we're can happy to images. Yeah. yeah. And we've done we've done engagement photos that way, you know, just just try to give us a heads up so that we know yeah. you know what's gonna happen. And, More and, than happy yeah, to do those kind of images. <laughs> that, that that's awesome. Uh, you guys you guys get to see a lot of fun things. You get to be there at the finish line. Um, I get more I think I get more emotional watching other people finish than I do when I finished, you know. Um, especially people who've done who are doing their their firsts and you guys just get a front row seat to it all and uh, i think that's i've I've cried like a baby (laughs) in the industry we call that the golden hour you probably know that the last hour of like say 100 um and it's like we've we've kind of invested ourselves in that runner those runners who are finishing very last We've been with them since the beginning. You know, we, we see them throughout. Maybe they're not having the best race. Maybe they've had some problems along the way. Um, and then, so yeah, I mean, we're like huge fans when they finish. I mean, that's totally awesome. It's, you know, yeah, really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, and you, you get a feel definitely when you're at maybe the midway point of the people who aren't going to make cutoff and the people who who you think, you know, they've, they've got it in them. And sometimes they surprise you. And it's it's always fun to be at the finish line and see, see you when they make it. It's That's special. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Now, you guys aren't, like, betting on, hey, number 53. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I can usually tell. I mean, it's usually the people who are having the most fun. Yeah. Or, you know, no matter what, they're going to finish. I mean, they're... They're going to walk their legs off and they're still going to finish. Yeah. That's usually they're the most successful people. It's like the people who are out having fun. So, that, you know, it's funny. Let's try to give people pep talks out there too. Oh, yeah. 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 You're looking good even when they're not looking good. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, oh, does it hurt? It's supposed to hurt. You're fine. Yeah. You know, you've you got you got maybe an hour to the next aid station. You're fine. You got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Hey, pull hey, yourself like, together. We've and heard feedback is like, uh, so how far to the next aid or you know, mom water drop or whatever. And it's like, we sometimes we come in from a different direction, so we don't always have that answer. Yeah. Just let your listeners know. It's like sometimes we don't. You know, we don't have the appropriate distance to the next aid yeah, or the next water drop. We've had some people get saucy with us when we don't yeah, have the it's like, we're off by a point two mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we understand. We'll take that heat. Yeah. <laughs> I almost died out there. I was thirsty. <laughs> Uh, but what's funny is what, what you guys said is it, it's, it seems like it's been a theme over all the people that I've talked to that and, and I've seen it in me. You, you know, you said the guy, the ones that are having fun and that are positive, like 
even when I'm feeling down, if I if I make myself smile or when I see you guys on the trail or, or when I get in an aid station, if I, you know, ask how they're doing or thank, you know, be just gratitude and say thank you for being, you know, make myself feel happier. It's like I can I can muster up that whatever I need to physically finish it because I, I changed my attitude, you know, oh, that's yeah. cool that you guys, you know, can see that and capture that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, um, is there, is there, um, anything else that you guys just, um, that you're involved in or anything else with the, with the racing that you are, are anything coming up that you're really excited about? I mean, besides getting back to actually getting <laughs> pictures at races. <laughs> Yeah, not really a whole lot going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just been a good good time to kind of regroup and yeah. He got he got the all of our equipment reorganized downstairs. Yeah, I did reorganize the equipment. It I got really all of good. our stuff cleaned and it's all tidy. Yeah. Nice. So, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, but we're looking forward to getting back into it. Um, I mean, it's even hard to right now. Even if I wanted to go out and just practice with trail runners i mean it's the the, the guidelines in place it's hard yeah. to do that so yeah I know here in uh, here in Oklahoma, things seem to be opening up pretty good. There's a lot of people that are um, basically running together, not doing, you know, um, it's getting pretty open. I'm not sure about there in, in Kansas um, in the surrounding areas, but uh, we're hopeful. <laughs> we're hopeful because i got racing to do, you know. Right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you guys. Look, I, and and when I tell you that, I'm not just just saying it. You guys have you do a great job, and and uh, I mean I've heard from so many runners, you know, and and not just posting where where you guys can see it. They're saying, oh, mile ninety, they they do a great job. And so I just want to thank you for doing that, and thank you for having you know that's some of our besides a buckle, you know, our favorite mementos from the race is to be able to see us in in such a great light. And so thank you for what you're doing. And, and I'm looking forward to running more of the races that you guys are, are taking pictures of, you know, it, it's, you know, and you guys are doing more in, in uh, Colorado and those areas. And I'm trying to get into some of those races. So we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, thank you. Really appreciate you. Appreciate you having us on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the talk. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, well good. Some races now, so. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, well, well. Good luck as things open back up, and uh, definitely looking forward to seeing you guys on the trail again soon. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, there you have it. Thank you, uh, Rick and Christy Mayo, for taking the time to visit with me. Uh, hey, check out their pictures. Go to mile90.com, uh, and 90 is the number, so it's mile90.com, and check that out. Also, don't forget to go to outlaw100.com and look at uh, all the races there that you can do, and that uh, the ones from here on, starting in July, are on, so check that out. Uh, and also, don't forget to go to t8.run and run chafe free, t 8 dot run all right guys i hope you're having a good week i hope you're seeing some racing on the horizon and uh man i've been seeing a lot of posts people are out there running and and training hard in the even in the heat man it's getting hot and humid in some of our areas uh, i'm jealous of you mountain guys who are out there enjoying that beautiful mountain air while we're in the mugginess here but uh keep it up man keep training and i uh, hope to see some of you guys at races on the trail soon take care god bless you